Welcome to a new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Johnson as he shares another life-changing message. Now, you got your word. Let's go to the book of Timothy. Timothy, the fourth chapter, first Timothy, the fourth chapter is where we want to go right now. And I want to use for uh, just for a subject uh, uh, matter, that is, uh, for my subject, I want to say a model for Christ. We, we, everybody know what a model is, right? Uh, you got fashion models. People, they model all kind of things. They model cars. They put the sports cars out there. They have uh, uh, car shows where people show their cars off. Amen. And I, I went to a couple of car shows and I've seen some and man, some old antique cars. They look way better than some of the new ones. Man, those cars are, are fixed up and painted and chrome everywhere. The paint job is man second to none. You can't get a paint job like that coming out of a showroom floor off of one of these late model cars. Uh, but they look beautiful. And so they, they model the cars, and then you have people that they model clothes. You know, they have a clothing line. Uh, uh, you go out there and they model their they suits, they model their, their dresses, their, their attire, whatever it is. They, they have peoples that, 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 that know how to model your uh, whatever attire that, that you made. They make it look good. Put it on and walk down the aisle, and 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 you'd be amazed. Thousands of folks say, "Ooh, I love that outfit. I got to have that one." Amen. I I, I see it look good on her. It look good on him. Just imagine what it's gonna look like on me. So I want to talk about. We understand models, and and, and this day and time. The world is growing increasingly more and more evil. And so I'm saying today that we need some models for Christ. We need some men and we need some women, some boys and some girls that will model the Lord Jesus Christ. So the world really don't have a, a, a clue uh, of what God is really calling for It's up to us It's up to the saints of God The Christian, the, our brothers and our sisters It's up to you to show them What holiness is all about Show them what is what righteousness And living the good life What What is it? Can somebody show me this? You know, I heard one man say A picture is worth a thousand words Can somebody show me What a Christian look like? I know what the devil looked like. I've seen him, and we all have seen him, and sometimes it frightens us, right? Amen. We know what he looked like. But can somebody show me what a real child of God looked like in this mixed-up, confused world? I mean, the world, is the Bible says, they're, they're upside down. Amen. Still going forward, they're going backwards. Amen. Still, on, still standing on two feet, they're upside down. I stand on the head. Uh, the world is upside down in their ways and in their thinking. But I, somebody said, I thank God for Jesus. Amen. I thank God for Jesus on today. Amen. Right is always right. And left is always left. I don't care what they say. It's always left. You know, they can say what they want to say. Doing it, they say, well, you can do this and it's fine. Now, if you go by what they said, you will be so confused. 
You know, you'd be so confused. I mean, you hear all these kind of commercials. I heard commercials that say, well, drinking coffee is bad for you. Then you hear another commercial, they wait five years. Drinking coffee can add so many years to your life. Man, come on. Which one? You just got me all messed up here. I mean, which, which, which is it now? And just don't pay no attention to them. And, and we just got to do the right thing, have faith in God, and, and just walk in that. Because the world will have us all confused. Listen at what he said here in, uh, in Timothy, the fourth chapter. Paul is talking to uh, his young son here, Timothy, uh, the young son in the gospel who he trained up. Timothy 4 and verse number 11 and 12. He said, these things command and teach. Here's what I want you to do, Timothy. I, I, these things, I want you to command it. And just call for it. And, and, and it's time now that we call for it and teach it. Verse number 12 said, he said, let no man despise thy youth. Put a comma back there. First of all, Timothy, I know you're a young man. Uh, uh, I know your mother, Lois. I know your grandmother. I know all your family. I raise you just like a godless son. So he said, I know your family. He said, but now here's what it is. Let no man despise thy youth. So sometimes we will look down on a person and say, well, he's young and he don't know very much. You'd be surprised what some young people know. They know more than you think they know. And this is why Paul will encourage in Timothy. He said, Timothy, don't let people cause you to back down and feel timid because you're, you're young in the faith. I know a lot of the elders were older. I know they were 60, 70, 80, whiskers and beard have grown long and they look like they got a lot of wisdom, but they don't. So, Timmy, don't you feel inferior to those men look like they've been around a long time and they've been reading the stroll and they've been reading the word. They know the law. But, Timmy, don't you feel bad about that? You know, I, I came up years ago uh, 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 under the elders and my matter of fact I was one of the youngest elders that was around at that time when I was with my pastor uh, Mac Tatum in Middleton all the elders was much older than I were and uh, many of them had a problem with calling me elder uh, because I, at the time I was I was very young in my 40s and most of the elders were 60s and 70s and in their 80s and some of them they really they had a problem with wanting to call me Elder Johnson and they were saying, well, you know what, the Bible says elders are old man. Where you get that from where the Bible says elders are old man? There's nowhere in the Bible where it says elders are old man. We know elderly people, but we talking about an elder in the gospel, a preacher of the gospel. There's nowhere in Scripture says an elder or that, that, that God ordained to be a minister has to be an old man. He has to be a man that got his head on straight and understand the word of God, amen, and rooted and ground in the word, and God. God called him. And so I sit there and I listen to all that and I endured all that that they were saying. Uh, and, 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 you know, when people said they don't say it to you, they said in front, they've said in front of an audience to try to embarrass you. And, uh, you know, that an elder is an older man. But you know what? I held my ground. I held my ground. My, my bishop ordained me elder uh, years ago when I was in my 30s. Uh, he ordained me an elder. Why? Because he knew that I studied. 
I studied the word and, and I came up and I learned and he saw fit. He said, you're ready. You're, you're ready to go forth. You're ready to teach. You're ready to preach. And he ordained myself along with another uh, a young man. Elder, never forget, Elder Columbus Adam Allen ordained both of us at the same time in uh, Brinkley, down in Brinkley, Arkansas. Never forget the place at Bishop Ella Harvest Church uh, in Brinkley, Arkansas. Ordained both of us Ella in front of his congregation. And so I never let what folks said uh, about what they were thinking uh, made me feel inferior or less about anything because I know what God has said unto me. And I know what God had invested in me. And so Paul is telling Timothy here, he said, now these things, you command this and you teach it. He said, here's one thing I want you to teach. Uh, let no man despise thy you. So don't ever put young people down. It's hard to get them motivated to get them going. So don't you put them down. Don't, don't, don't talk down to them. Talk up to them. Talk up to him. Encourage a young man. Keep doing what you're doing, young man. Hold on. Hold your head up. One day, you're going to be a great man of God. Amen. So he said, let no man uh, despise that youth. For, uh, first of all, don't let them do that to you, Timothy. Don't let them talk down to you. Amen. You know just as much word that, as they do or, or more. So don't you worry about that. And one of the things that caused me to always hold my head up uh, uh, when I preached and when I taught was because I was always in the word. I wasn't, I wasn't a whip behind, but Paul said uh, he was one of the last apostles called to the apostleship. And Paul said, I wasn't a whip behind the chiefest apostle. He said, I was right there with him. Whatever Peter knew, I knew it also. Whatever John knew, I knew it also. Whatever, whatever Matthew knew, I knew the same thing because the same God that gave it to them gave it to me. Can you say amen somebody? And that's what Paul said. I didn't feel inferior because see, Paul did not walk with Jesus. Peter, James, and John, and Andrew for Bartholomew and all those brothers, they walked with Jesus while he was here on earth. Paul came on the scene later. God gave him a vision in the night and called him into the ministry. But the same thing that Peter, James, and Andrew and them had, God gave it to brother Paul. So it doesn't make no different with God when you uh, get in the race. Can you say amen about that? I thank God for Jesus about that. It don't matter when you get in the race. The thing is, just get in there. Can you say amen somebody? So God not paying us where you got in the race 40 years ago. He's not paying. He's not repaying rewards for that. He, well, you just got in the race two months ago. Just as long as you get in the race. Eternal life is eternal life. And I'm glad about that. God is a fair God. He's a good God. But notice what he's saying here. I'm talking about these models here. Because, so God told uh, 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 Saul, I mean, Paul told Timothy, he's going to let no man despise thy you. But here's what I want you to do, brother. He's going to be thou an example of the believers. Y'all see it? Timothy, I want you to be an example of the believers. Now, now he didn't say it necessarily. He could have said, I want you to be an example to the believers. He didn't say it like that. Timothy, I want you to be an example to the believers. No. He said, I want you to be an example of the believers. So we, we, I'm not so much trying to be an example to you. I'm being an example of a person that said he is a believer. Yeah. God wants you and I to be an example of a person that is a believer. Because some folk, no matter how you live, how you carry yourself, you'll never be an example to them. 
because they're not going to look at it. They're not worried about it. So I'm not trying to be an example to anybody. Uh, I'm trying to be an example of what a real believer should do look like. Amen. Can you say amen to that? So this is what Paul told him. He said, I want you to be an example of the believer. So in other words, he said, I want you to be a model. And then he said, I want you to be an example in words. He told him, I want you to be an example six ways. Number one, he said, I want you to be an example in words, what you say. Number two, I want you to be an example in your conversation. Y'all see it? Number three, I want you to be an example in love, charity. And number four, I want you to be an example in your spirit. Oh, yeah. Check out Timothy's spirit. Yeah. You know, a good spirit is wonderful. It's good to be around people that have a good spirit. I've been around people who have a wonderful spirit, a pleasant spirit. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a pleasure just to be in your midst. Amen. It, it, you ever it met someone like that? Say, it's just good to hang around this guy. Amen. I, it gets so much joy. I, 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 I get so much joy just hanging around, just being around. You just uplift me. And, and you know, you've been around folks, and, and I tell you, their spirit is such, such that it just, just pull you down. And, 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 you know, it just don't do you. It's not healthy. It's not a healthy environment. But Paul told Timothy, he said, I want you to be an example in spirit. And then it goes on. Number five, I said, I want you to be an example in faith. And number six, I want you to be an example in purity. And that where it appeared to me your thoughts so Timmy was a young man but he was an example in these six ways in his words his conversation his charity his spirit his faith and his thoughts he didn't think like the average young man want to get high want to blow up something want to shoot somebody want to take something from somebody want to rob somebody Timothy 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 was was an example of what a believer should be like or what does your believer look like? So what I'm saying today, brothers and sisters, we need models. We need, we need folks to, to model God. We need folks to model what a Christian look like because we see so many people for, uh, professing uh, to be a Christian, but, but, it, but it, I'm confused. Can somebody say amen, somebody? I'm confused when I look at when these folks that said they are Christian, it just messed me all up. When I read the Bible and when I look at what 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 I see, it, it just it just it just throw me a loop. You know, years ago they had a song out. Let me just take my time here. But they had a song out where it said, uh, uh, I believe it was, uh, I, I can't remember the group that sang it. It might have been the Dales or the Phonics or something like that. But anyway, they said, what you see is what you get. Y'all remember that? What you see is what you get. And when you look at some of these folks, what you see is what you get. Amen, somebody? So what we but we need a model of what 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 Christianity should be like. Not that folks just want to give God anything. They're Christian, they still smoke. They're Christian, they drink. They're Christian, they still run around in the street. They're Christian, they just all are just anything. And I was listening to uh, uh, some folks the other day on TV, and they were accusing this lady uh, of saying some bad words. She was a gospel singer. I ain't going to call her name out. Y'all know her because you listen to her records. But anyway, they were talking to her, and they said, well, you, you said some bad things. Uh, behind the curtains, and and uh, some of the folks was uh, questioning her Christianity. You sang all these songs, and we love your sang songs. And, uh, and and they were calling her into question about her conversation. She said, trying to explain it to her her, her listening orders and her followers, her fans. And uh, doing an interview with her, and she said, "Well, first and foremost, I want you all to know that uh, uh, I'm Baptist." 
And then she just fell out laughing. That what that don't that don't make that's no excuse for your for your profanity that you use. And you're a gospel singer and people are following you and they love your song, listen to your songs all the time and, and try to sing your song and you're going to say, first of all, I'm Baptist. So what that mean? That don't give you a right to talk bad. That don't, that don't give you the right to do that. And then she said some other things and then and, and, and she got smart with it and she was telling her, in so many words to her fan, uh, she, she don't care what they say and what they think. Uh, she, she, she's just who she is and uh, you just have to uh, you just continue to be my fan or whatever and she said uh, she ended her conversation with this right here she said look I'm having a block party and uh, all y'all invited so she really, she really didn't explain a way why she used the language that she used she said one I'm a Baptist and I want y'all to know hey I'm having a block party and all y'all invited you don't like it you can come you don't like it you can not come that's, that's the way she explained of the way her bad conversation. But Paul told Timothy, he said, Timothy, let no man despise thy you, but be thou an example of the believer. We need some examples of, of what God is and what God should look like in believers' lives. Can y'all say praise the Lord to that this morning? A model, a model. When I looked at this word model, Coming from the, that, this word example, he said, Timothy, I want you to be an example. This word example, in the Greek, this word example means uh, uh, tupos, tupos, T-U-P-O-S, tupos. I looked it up last night. And so that's what it means in the Greek, tupos. And tupos means, tupos mean, I, I wrote it down for you so you get it. Tupos means a model. Tupos means uh, an image. It means an idea or a pattern. So we really need a pattern. Can somebody show me what Christianity really looked like? Because folks have messed up the word Christianity. They have messed up the word, uh, the Christian race altogether. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So Paul said he told Timothy, he said, I want you, I want you to uh be an example. I want you to be a uh show a two parts, show up, be a model, be an image, an image of what God looked like. Can can somebody say when you look at me, you you can see God in, in my life. Yeah. This is this I'm not trying to be an example to you, but I'm trying to be an example of what Christian and what Jesus is all about. Amen, somebody. Because you can, to some people, you can never be anything to them. Some folk won't let you be anything to them. Oh, that, that ain't nothing. That ain't nothing to me. So I'm not trying to really be an example to you. I'm trying to be an example of what the God said that the life of his people should be like. Amen. And so he said, be an example in conversation. In words, in, in charity, show me, show me, let me see your love and your spirit. We talk, Jesus, people talk about the Lord, but can you show me? One song said, y'all heard it, he said, I want to know what love is, uh, I, I, can you show me? Y'all ever heard that stuff? I want to know what love is, I want to, can you show me? Can somebody just show me what Jesus looked like? Can somebody show me what a child of God looked like? Uh, can anybody show me? Paul said, Timothy, I want you to be a model, of what it is. 
We need to start just like we they we modeling this suit. I want you to start just modeling what Christianity look like. And I tell you, it ain't it don't look like what we see in the street today. It don't look like a lot of what I see on TV. It don't it don't look like it don't look like it don't look like a lot of what I hear. Uh, uh, lately, and what you hear also, that that's not it. According to what we're reading, that that's not it, my brothers. That's not it, my sister. Somebody said we they, they, we they, we off somewhere. But but God do have some people that can show you what it look like. Show me a picture of what a child of God look like. I know what the devil look like. Y'all know what he look like also. Am I right about it? But we're talking about a model for Christ. Can somebody model him? And I know we, we have people in the world that say they look up to certain celebrities in the world and they say, well, he's a role model. He's, she's a role model. And there, there are some people out there in the world, they'll tell you, I'm not a role model. Sometimes they, they try to make uh, Michael Jordan, he's a great ball player, they try to make him a role model. Michael Jordan, he had enough sense to say, no, I'm, I'm not a role model. I'm not a role model. I'm a good ball player. I'm a good ball player, but I'm not a role model. I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't encourage kids to do what I do. He smoke a big old cigar. He's a he's a big time gambler. He go to the casino and he 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 spend he he spend big money. He I mean he go in there and he lose uh, thousands of thousands of dollars in one night. So he, that's not a really a good role model for what you want to tell a child to, to, to be like. So he's told, I'm not a role model. Charles Barker said, no, I'm not a role model. I messed up, so I did this, I done that. And he was a good ball player. He's a good business manager. Got money in his pocket, but it's not a role model. A role model is somebody that you, you wouldn't mind for your children to look up to and pattern their life that way. Can somebody say amen, somebody? We have very few role models in life. But we need some. We need, especially in the Christian realm, we need brothers and sisters to stand up for Jesus and show the world what it's all about. Can you say amen, somebody? We need somebody to show us what it's all about. Show me, show me, show me. We need models for Christ. Come on, let's go just a little bit further, if you will. I'm trying to paint a picture here. Look at, if you will, the book of Corinthians 11 chapter. Corinthians 11 chapter, verse number one. Paul still talking about a role model. Uh, 1 Corinthians 11 and verse number one. He said, be ye followers of me. So Paul, one, one thing, Paul said, he said, be ye followers of me, even as I am of Christ. There it is right there. So Paul considered himself a role model, somebody that, that you can look at and you can see what Christianity and what God is all about. That's what we need. He said, follow me. How many people say, follow me? Most folks said, well, don't, you know, we, and Paul was a leader. He was a great preacher. He was a great uh, 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 church builder. Amen. One of the founders, amen, of the apostolic, amen, faith in Jesus Christ. And Paul understood that, you know, if you put it out there, you, you somebody said, if you talk to talk, you got to walk to walk. But we have so many people, they talk and write and walk and live. But we, we can't have that. We, just, uh, we, we don't need that right about now. We need folks that going to tell us what the word saying, what God said, and, and, and then show me. Can, can you show me? See, I want to know what love is. People talk 
talking about love. Y'all, you got to love. You got to have love. You know the love preacher. Come on, y'all know he talking about. He going to tell you, oh, you got to have love. Just love everybody. And he won't help nobody. You won't help nobody. Tell me you went around the corner, got a bus load of poor people and brought them on his TV folk program and got them up there and said, we got to help the poor. We got to help the needy. When he got through doing the telecast, took them folk back around the corner and dropped them off where they were. We need somebody that's just going to talk love, but just show me. And that's, that's, where we are, that's where we are right now. We don't have nobody showing us what love is. Can somebody show me what love is? Somebody said, a caring is sharing. Right? If you care, you share. So Paul said, be ye followers of me. He put himself out there. We need, we need leaders, religious leaders. We need pastors. We need teachers. We need deacons. We need choir members. We need uh, laymen. We just need members. We need people, everybody. We, everybody, Paul, uh, to get in here and show folks, amen, what, 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 what Jesus is all about. So Paul said, be ye followers of me. Paul was not one of them pastors. He was not one of them teachers. They got up there and said something, and he was doing quite the opposite. And he wasn't like that. He was not a hypocrite. Jesus talked about those Pharisees, scribes and Pharisees and Sadducees, and they were all hypocrites because they said one thing and they did something else. So he was not one of those uh, preachers that said, uh, don't do as I do, do as I say do. Can y'all say amen right there? Y'all heard that before. Don't do as I do. Do as I say. I'm going to tell you what's right, but I might not do it myself. Get on out of here. Get out of here. We don't need that, but we need models for Jesus Christ. Can you say amen somehow? Show me. Show me. That's what Paul told Timothy. He said, show him, Timothy. Get up there and be a model of what it's supposed to be. Amen, amen somebody. Amen. So if I, as I, as I instruct you about the ways of the Lord, brothers and sisters, I'm sure I'm trying to show you, amen, the way this thing ought to be. If I, if I, if I said you need to be a model in words, in conversation, in charity, in your spirit, in your faith, and in, in, in purity, I have to get out there and show you this. Show you this. And I'm going to show you something as we get further down in the word. And as I show you how it ought to be, this is why Paul said, if I show you, will you follow me? If I show you, you should follow me. If I show you, you should want to follow me. So he said, be ye followers of me, even as I am of Christ. As, as, uh, follow me as I follow Christ. Come on, go with me just a little bit further. That's Corinthians. Look at, look, at, look at the word in the book of Philippians. I'm almost done. I'm going to let you go. Amen. Philippians. Philippians, the fourth chapter. No, Philippians, the third chapter that is. The third chapter of Philippians. So Paul said, follow me. Follow me. Who can say follow me? Uh, uh, you know, you, it's okay for you to, for you to look, look, look at my life. You know, we need mentors. That's another good word to go along with a model. A mentor. You know our children need mentors. Our children are going wrong, going wrong and they, need, they really need some guidance. We don't have enough dads in the home in the, in the, in the, around these kids to bring them up. You know, mom trying to raise them, trying to do the best they can. And just dads are just absent. And so they, they encourage men to be role models and, and uh, to be mentor. Mentor a child. Mentor a child. Amen. Take a boy. They said take him and spend a weekend with him. Take him fishing. Take him to the park and throw the frisbee. Show him how to do things and, and, and not get in trouble. You know, they, they got mentoring programs. 
Well, they really encourage fathers to come forward because we got so many boys, so many boys, and ladies, they got so many young girls, they need, need some ladies to take them by the hand and show them how to be a lady. Show them how to be their lady. Amen. Show them how to be a man. Show them how to get your homework and study your work and grow up, go to school and, 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 and go out and, and, and get you a good job and, and make a good living. We, we need to see that. I never forget one of my, my nephew, one of my favorite nephews. got a lot of them. But he told me, he said, oh, I, I learned how to go to work by watching you. I said, really? I didn't know the boy was really watching. I didn't know we were paying attention. But he told me, he said, I learned to go to work by watching you. He said, Mama didn't care about me going to work. She never told me to get out and get a job and go nowhere and do nothing. He said, I watched you, Uncle, when I was over there. I watched you get up and go to work. I watched you get your lush box <laughs> and get in that little red truck and go to work. And uh, I didn't think they were paying no attention. But he told me that. He said, I watched you go to work. And he said, and, and, and right to this day, that boy go to work. Y'all hear what I'm saying? That boy will get up and go to work and make him some money. And I'm proud of him because he would get up and go to work. He said, I got that from you. I said, well, all right, then you got a good thing. So, so, so somebody, somebody is watching. So I didn't really, uh, I wasn't going to work trying to, trying to show him that a man should go to work. But I went to work hoping somebody would get up and look at and see this is what a man does. Man provide for his family. A real man does. Can you say amen, somebody? We need some models in this world. We just don't have enough of them. We don't have enough of them. But God is calling for us to be models. Show them what this thing is all about. Anybody, look, everybody know how to do wrong. Everybody know how to do wrong. Can you say amen? You don't have to teach me how to do wrong. Automatically, I know how to do wrong. You think I don't know how to cuss? Don't you think I don't know how to swear? Peter was walking right there with the Lord. And Peter, when God talked to Peter, Peter, Peter cussed, Peter swear, Peter took the sword and cut the man's ear off. Don't you know I know how to cuss? I know how to swear? I know how to take a, a sword and cut a man's ear off? I know how to do these things. You don't have to teach me that. I know how to be bad. Can you say amen, somebody? Amen. But we need somebody to show us how to get this thing right. Amen, somebody. Show me how to get it right, somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But listen to what he said here in, in, in uh, 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 Philippians, Philippians, the third chapter. Verse number, let's take a look at verse number, I want to go to verse number 17. We're going to get right down to it. Philippians, the third chapter, verse number 17. He said, brethren, be followers together of me. Y'all see that? Paul's talking to the brethren. Brethren, be followers together of me. Then he said, and mark them which walk so as ye have us for an example. And what he's saying right there, he said, brethren, 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 be ye followers together of me. And mark them, mark them. Make notice those men. Notice those men which walk so as ye have us for an example. When I looked that up in the, in, in the living Bible, it said, dear brothers, pattern your lives after mine and notice who else live up to my example. That's what it's saying. Brethren, pattern your life after mine. That's what Paul is saying. And he was a great example. 
of what he was preaching and teaching. Pattern your life after mine. When you see me, I, I've gone through a lot of things in life. I suffered a lot of things. But I didn't let those things deter me. I didn't let those things turn me around. A lot of things happened to me in life. I've been injured. I've had to have surgery. I've been hurt uh, physically. I've been hurt spiritually. But I didn't let those things destroy me. I never forget uh, Bishop. Bishop um, used to be over our organization. Bishop um, Lee. He's going home with the Lord now. And I had another brother beside me at that time. Y'all probably remember Ella Butler. He was here. And uh, Ella Butler had some issues. And he sh shared them with me. And uh, uh, and, and many of the churches we went to, uh, some of the brothers were just hounding and pounding on those issues. And uh, he he went to Bishop Lee. And he told me, L. Johnson, I'm going to Bishop Lee. I told him about what some of the brothers would be saying in their messages. And I said, well, what did Bishop say? He said, Elder Butler, don't let that destroy you. I said, he told you right. Don't let that destroy you. So sometimes we let what people say about us destroy us. Don't you, don't you let that happen to you. Don't you let what a man say or what a woman say or what a girl say or what a boy say about you. Don't you let that destroy you. You hold your head up. And that's what people are. They in the business of destroying folks. I mean, they would they would tear you down. Don't don't let them do you like that. Amen. But you hold your head up and be who God told you to be. Amen. Just just just, just walk in your integrity and love God. Never let a man tear your spirit down. Amen. Somebody never allow the devil to have power over you. Nobody, I will let nobody, no man, no woman, you can't talk enough to have power over me. And when you give in to that, yeah. they have control over you. Yeah. Never give them that power. Yeah. Never give them that influence. Have you all upset? They at home sleeping, laughing, having a good time, and you just messed all up. They got power control over you. Yeah. So I never give any man or any woman that kind of power over me. Amen. Can you say amen, somebody? And so I, I, I told the other brother, I said, he told you right. Don't you let that destroy you. You walk around mad with your head all down. He don't know how to talk to folk. He say mean thing. Man, you better go on. Sister, sister you better go on. <laughs> Can you say amen, somebody? You better move on because these folk will tear you down. They will tear you down. And so here Paul said, he said now, he said, Brethren, be ye followers together of men and mark them which walk so as you have us for an example. Dear brethren, pattern your lives after mine. Take a look at me, your apostle, your teacher, your leader, your spiritual advisor. Take a look at me and notice who else live up to my example. So that's what, that's what he told the Corinthians here, the Philippians. That's what he told Timothy. Take a look at all those that pattern their life after mine. And we need to take a look at that, brothers and sisters. We need, to, we need to remember what Paul told his followers. Follow me and anybody else. Look, look, mark them which walk so as you have us for an example. When I look over at the mothers, when I look over at the brothers, and I, and, and I thank God uh, for those of you that are, that, are, that are marking your life and patterning yourself after what you see. See, we all need a pattern. You, you got to have a pattern. If you don't have a pattern, you just don't know how to do it. 
I never forget when we was uh, remodeling this building. My good friend Ella Briggs came down here from Mississippi, and uh, he he cut out a pattern for me to follow how to do the rafters going up in the in the, in the roof there. I didn't know how to cut those rafters. Never cut them before. He worked with me half a day, and he cut one long rafter. He said, "Ella Johnson, this gonna be your pattern." Don't you don't use the pattern now. Don't you put the pattern to take the pattern to cut the rest of them out by that. And I said, okay. And I took that pattern and we cut all those raffles from the front all the way to the end of this church right here on this side and this side. Made the V coming down by the pattern that Ella Briggs gave me. And we put the roof on the church. You need a pattern. And as long as I stayed with the pattern, everything worked out just fine. Amen, somebody. Y'all need a pattern. You need somebody to look at. You can't look at everybody because it don't look good. But Paul said, he said, brother, uh, pattern your lives after mine because I'm an apostle of Jesus Christ and I'm teaching God's word. Amen. And notice who else. Look around. Look around you. Look around. Notice anybody else that's lining their life up after my model. Praise the Lord. So we need models for Christ. That's what we need. We need some models. Show me. Can somebody show me what love is? Can somebody show me what helping folk really is? Amen. Can somebody show me that? Amen. How to, how to walk. How to walk right. Can somebody show me how to walk and how to talk right and how to treat my brothers and sister right? Amen. Show me how to do it. When you when you watch me, when you see me, I'm not trying to be uh, an example to you, but I'm trying to be an example of what you ought to be, the way it ought to be. Amen, somebody? How do I talk to people? How's my spirit? How's my faith? How How's my thoughts? What, is, what are my words like? This is the way it's supposed to be. Now, let's go just a little bit further. I got one last scripture. I'm going to let y'all go. Amen. A model for Christ. That's what we're looking for. I thank God for, for my models that I've looked to. Uh, Paul, I looked to these men in the Bible as my model. Now, look at uh, my last scripture. And we're in the book of Philippians. Philippians, the, uh, not, not Philippians. We just left Philippians. Uh, Thessalonians. Y'all follow along with me? Thessalonians. Thessalonians. The first chapter. First Thessalonians. You got two. Second Thessalonians. First Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians. We're going to first Thessalonians. Now, a model for Christ. That's what we need. We need a model. And look at some of these folks. You cannot follow them. Please do not follow some of them because they said one thing and they do another one. They're bad. They will mess you up. But you need a you need a good model. God calling us men in the home to be a model for our family. Even if they don't do it, even if they don't line up with it. Well, I've been walking like this for I've been walking like this for 10 years in front of my family, and they still they, they still ain't doing no better. But they but the model is there. The model is there. So whenever they decide to get it right, they say, well, at least I saw. I saw how it ought to be. And if they never decide to get with it, when they see somebody else and uh, call themselves what we doing right, they know what the model was and they can look at what they're doing and say, I know that ain't right because I seen the model. Can y'all say amen right there? Amen. I seen the model and I know that's not it. So they won't be deceived. So we need models. 
Now, in Thessalonians, the first chapter, check this out. First Thessalonians, the first chapter. And look at it, verse number five. And we're going to read down to the end of the verse 10. Verse number five said, for our gospel came not unto you in words only. Y'all see what I'm saying? He said, when I preached the gospel, it just wasn't in words. I just wasn't talking a lot of words. So we got, we got a lot of folks talking a lot of words. Now, they ain't going to do nothing. 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 Just talk a lot of words. So he said, our gospel didn't come in just words only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost. And that's what we need to see. The, the, the apostolic preaching, it consists of, uh, of many, many points. Not just words, but it came in power. We got to see the power of God moving and operating in our lives. And we got to see the Holy Spirit moving and operating in our lives in so much and in much assurance. See, you got the gospel got to have much assurance. See, people need to be assured now. People get up and preach this and preach that. Man, I need some assurance that what you're talking about is right. Because, see, I don't have, I got one soul to save, and you only got one soul. We don't have two, three souls just laying around somewhere. Only have just one. And so we need some assurance that this is right. Amen. I ain't going to be following them Muslims and all those, all those different races and stuff of religion. I need some assurance. I need some assurance. What I'm doing is the right thing, y'all. Folks get confused. Sister Johnson and I were talking about a, 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 a young man today that we went to church with years ago. And I, I saw this guy's mind slow to being messed up and following, drifting away and following all these religions. And uh, this guy, he done drifted from holiness. And I saw him on Facebook the other day and like he had, he had hooked up with this, with this lady and uh, and and that wear a turban and a, a head covered up, and you can't see nothing but a little piece of her face. And uh, wearing a long dress, he hooked up with her, and he said she really showed him the light, and he know now how to how to love a woman. And I said, well, all that might be good. And and he she he took a trip with her and looked like that, and went over there in Arabia. Arabia, or Iraq somewhere, riding, or, uh, he, he's just going off the rocker. And uh, no doubt she's uh, of the Muslim race. And uh, and so now he's Muslim, and he had this big turban on his head, and uh, looked like it was a, uh, it, it wasn't a dress, they wear these robe-like things, the robe-like thing, got a turban on his head, so she done flipped him. So, he 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 he's 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 Muslim now, wearing a turban, in a long robe, and uh, and, and she got her head covered up, and you can just see the, the the front of her face. And I said, man, I tell you, people can really fall. They can they can fall. You can fall a long way out here messing with this thing, messing with religion, and you can really get it wrong. And he was brought up right here in holiness, and look how far he done fallen. And, uh, and he was saying that he really see the light now, but he just don't know how far he had fallen, amen, away from God. Don't you let nobody fool you. We need some models. We need some models of what's right. Amen. You ain't, you, you're not going to see me. I'm not going to come up in here with a turban on my head, amen, in, in, in a long, long robe and, uh, and talking about Allah 
and uh, uh, and all that kind of stuff. And we, we not we not going that way. We not going to go that way. We are gonna stick with the word of God, y'all. Don't. So we need some models here. You can get messed up when it comes down to religion, amen. And we're not gonna do it. But Paul said here, he said, "Our gospel came not in words only, but also in the power uh, and in and in the Holy Ghost and in much assurance." See, we we need assurance that what we're doing is right. And as you as you know what manner of men we were among you for your sake, Paul said, "You know what kind of men we were. You gotta make sure you know what kind of men and women that you're dealing with." All these religions, they, they, they're, not God's, they're, they're not God's ways. They're not God's ways. They may have some good things, but all these different religions, look, it's only one way in Jesus. It's the way he even said himself. Jesus said, I am what? I am the way, the truth, and the light. He's the way. So in all these ways, you got to take a look at this stuff. Don't you be the fool. Don't, do, don't you be deceived or let no man fool you. So he said, I, in much assurance, as you know what manner of men we were among you for your sake. Verse number six said, for ye became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Ghost, so that ye were examples to all that believe in Macedonia and Achaia, uh, for, for from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith to God were is spreading abroad, so that we need not to speak anything. For they themselves show of us what manner of an entering in we had unto you, and how you turned to God and from idols to serving the living and true God. So when they looked at the example of what holiness was all about and what Christianity was all about, they, they looked at it. And Paul praised these folks right here in, in Thessalonians, in 1st Thessalonians. He praised them in verse number 7, so, so that you were an example to the believer in Macedonia. You, the way you live your life, the way you walked and the way you talked and the way you carry yourself, you was an example to the old believer in Macedonia in Achaia. And we need men and women to be a, a model for Jesus. And when they looked at Macedonia, no, Macedonia looked at these things and said, Oh, that's the way it's supposed to be. And they lined their lives up. They lined their lives up by the example that they saw in these saints here. The Thessalonians were good examples. We need some good examples to the world right about now. Can you say amen? Because our world is going to hell in a handbasket, and we don't need to let the world shame us in what we're doing. You will never shame me. You can talk about Christianity and, and the saints and God all you want, but you will never shame me into doing anything less than what our Lord and our Savior has said. So these folks right here, see, so the Macedonians, they notice these people. See, somebody watching you. Somebody watching you. And so the Thessalonians was a good example to the Macedonians. We need that. We need a model. We need people to be a model for Christ. Somebody said, I'll be a soldier for Jesus. I don't know about you, but I'm a soldier for him. I'll stand up for him. I'll let the world know that God is a good God, and he worthy to be praised. Can you say amen, somebody? These folks was a good example. Good example. Don't be talking trash. Don't be talking trash. 
Don't be talking trash. But we need to be some examples of what it's all about. And Paul said, for, for from you sounded out the word of God. The word of God came out from you. Uh, 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 the Lord came out from you not only in Macedonia but in Achaia. But also in every place. Look, look at this. But also in every place. Every place. Your faith. Every place, your faith, the way you live, the way you trust God, the way you look to God, the way you believe in God, everywhere I went, they talk about the saints of God. Ooh, them saints over there in Thessalonica. Ooh, they dress, they dress according to holiness. The men, they, 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 they're in, in, in accord, in agreement with the word. The men look like men. The women look like women. They just look like some God folks. They didn't have rings all in the nose, rings in the nose, rings in the lips, everywhere you go. Rings in the nose, rings in the lips, rings everywhere. The ring in the belly, the ring everywhere, a ring ain't supposed to be. My God. <laughs> Just a mess. But they look like God's people. And that's what God is calling for. We gotta we need some examples. But but nobody wants to be the example. Well, no, don't look at me. Come on, bro, James. Show the young man how it ought to be. Pull your pants up so the young man can see that, hey, somebody got their pants pulled up. Everybody walk with their pants down around the knees, down around the waist. Can't run now. One hand holding the pants up while he's trying to run. No, you can't even run. We need somebody to show these folks how to put their clothes on. Pull your pants up. Don't let, don't, you, no, ain't no sense in showing your underwear. Pull your pants up. Pull your pants up. Now, I've seen some terrible things. I've seen women. Women is just as bad. I've seen some women. When I was in the store yesterday buying something, trying to do some work, and a lady in front of me, her pants hanging down, she was sagging just like a man was sagging. You know? So we, we need some examples. Folks don't know how to do right no more. You know, it's, it's a spirit. And, and we don't want that spirit to just to, uh, to catch on everywhere. Because our children got to be able to, of course, evil is out there. They're going to see it. But I want you to be able to, at least, it, it, it's, just not, it's just not everywhere. That whole world, whole society has not succumbed to, to what they see. See, if all of us catch on and succumb to what we see, there'd be no pattern. You won't be able to look at nothing and look at this and look at that and make a decision what's, what's right and what's wrong. If everybody's sagging, then sagging going to be all right. What's wrong with saying everybody's sagging? But you got some sagging and some pulled up, then you can look at it and you can make a conscious decision whether you want to sag or you want to look intelligent. But if we all going to get with the world and do what they do, there'll be no examples, y'all. We need some models. So I pray you all continue to be uh, uh, God's people and don't let the world, amen, don't let it, don't let this thing get you down. Don't you get messed all up now. Don't you try to be like everything you see. Amen. Don't get with the world. We need examples for Christ. We need role models for Christ. Give the Lord a hand praise. So Paul praised these saints right here. He praised them and I praise the people of God too. Amen. I don't care how, how bad things get. Y'all, I'm going to always try to do the right thing. I want y'all to do the, do the same thing too. It ain't, it won't be, it's not going to be easy now. Not going to be easy. 
but, but we're going to try to do the right thing. By the help of God, God going to get us through. Amen. God bless you. I hope I said something encourage your hearts today. A model for Christ. That's what we are in Jesus' name. All right, so God bless you. Thank you for listening so attentively. Lord willing, we'll uh, talk with you on Wednesday night. The Lord said the same until next time. Goodbye. Amen. And strive to be a model yourself for Christ. Look at somebody that got it right. And uh, you may not be there, but just watch them. And little by little, you, you can get there too. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, Pastor Johnson, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.